the only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever dies. I'm not The more you know who you are and what you want, the less you know. Things upset you. I've had a rough year, Dad. You want an unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just don't know what I'm supposed to be. I think you just gotta find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life. I swiveled the right direction. Yeah. I can only hear out of one ear, and that's not your fault. It's mine. If it was auto recording, I would have just said, Hello, whenever. She said, Call me whenever. No, and then I wouldn't have even got that joke. So that would have been a really good one for the podcast. Well, it's recording, but I explained the joke. So, you know, I fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) If you have to explain the joke, it's not a good joke. Come on. Come on. Most of my jokes are not good jokes. I don't know. When's the last time you made a joke? All we do is talk about serious stuff. Uh, Mostly it's me with the jokes. How are the tacos? Oh, my God. I actually did have tacos, and they were okay. So that's really funny because this whole night, I got mixed up with tomorrow night, and in the end, you still have the same meal I thought you were going to have. Yep. I I have good jokes. Um, Someone was... I had offered to pay for my meal, so I bought the cheapest thing on the menu. So, Well, that's not terrible. No. And they were pretty good, so that worked out. Where did you go? Uh, this place called Farm to Fork. That sounds super familiar. It's in uh, Fort Oglethorpe. Yeah, I think that my coworker Dana's been, because her mom heard about it. And so they went out there, and it's like a little different from what they normally do. And so I remember her telling me about it. Uh, yeah, it's, you, it's where I had been going to trivia nights when I wasn't working third shift and can go to trivia nights. Oh. So. You missing that? Um, well, they, they kind of like slacked off on going. So, eh, yeah, I wouldn't be going anyway. So, no, I'll take the uh, three and a half days of work for the current amount of money that I'm getting paid and the massive amounts of television I'm getting to watch. (laughs) There's nothing to do at night. Did you, um, did you finish the Capaldi years yet? I finished the Clara stuff, which was very, uh, you, you nailed it. You said, I recall it being happy, but sad. Or like sad but happy, or however you put it. I guess we could. Yeah, I think I said happy and sad. Um, I mean, spoiler alert for Doctor Who. I mean, for Capaldi years, but because like, is my memory right? That they like, what? What's the ending? What's her ending? So, so she she dies because yes. she takes on that that Raven thing. Yes. And, um, but he. Uh, figures out a way to save her by going back to Gallifrey and doing something where um, basically 
he pulls her out of the time stream because her death is actually a fixed object. Right. Time. He can't change that, or otherwise it will like rip a hole in time. But he figures out a way to pause her final heartbeat for as long as it's going to take him to fix it. Mm-hmm. And apparently he like was was trapped in like some some place for like four billion years um because the the other time lords were trying to stop him i guess mm-hmm. um but he still manages to get her pause this this clock right before she dies and uh he's trying to figure out a way to restart her heart um and he kind of comes up with this plan but it mostly involves one of the two of them forgetting the other one. Yes. So, and he winds up having to steal another uh, TARDIS. Uh, and, and what's her name from Game of Thrones is part of it, which I did not like her early episodes in this season. Had I known that she was going to come back to play a bigger part, I would have paid closer attention to what the hell it is she is. <laughs> uh, Maisie Williams. I was just like, oh, she's back. And then she came back again. I was like, I really should have paid attention to those episodes. Because like 20 minutes in, I was like, don't care about the Vikings or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so her and uh, Clara somehow fix it to well no 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 it's uh it's like a flip of a coin like they both have to touch this object and one of the two of them will forget the other one and but the episode plays out with him waking up in this desert and wandering into this diner and clara is the waitress in the diner and he's telling her this story about how he did all of this but he like you think by the time you get to the end, you think, oh, she's forgotten him. And he's kind of there just saying his goodbye. But then it turns out to be the other way around. He doesn't remember what she looks like. All He doesn't remember um, any of her personal details except her name. All he knows is her name. Mm-hmm. The diner they're in is actually the other TARDIS that they stole. And she... Uh, you know, listens to his story, gets gets her kind of goodbye, and walks into the the other room in the TARDIS to take off and kind of just leave him there as it disappears around him. And Maisie Williams is in there, and they have this conversation, and Claire's like, you know, I, I know that my time is up. And there, uh, Maisie Williams is like, well, not until your last, like that last of your heart and like you're kind of on pause. So they just like take off and you don't really know where they go. Mm -hmm. And then he, he's just left there. His TARDIS shows back up or something like he finds it. And, you know, he goes off on another adventure and it's like very like happy, but sad (laughs) or sad, but happy. So, I mean, she's dead, but she's not dead yet. He is like he knows who she was and that she was important, but like he doesn't know what happened to her 
what she looked like, anything like that. So, and then I watched the Husbands of River Song, which is technically the end of that season because it was the Christmas special. Um, which I don't know if you remember that, but it was very strange. Yeah, vaguely. Vague. I mean, I know I watched it. I, I, Bill sort of ended up taking over. You'll see. She ended up taking over my impression of all of Capaldi. Um, so I like Clara Fine, but Bill I just really freaking loved. And I think it's the greatest tragedy in all of Doctor Who that uh, that she only goes a season. And that's only because of the re, the changing of the guard behind the scenes and the new Doctor. Um, yeah. So so like I say that going into it because, um, I, I mean, it's... It's not a narrative secret. There's no nothing midway through the season where you're going to go, oh, what are we going to do for five years of this? And then it shifts and something crazy. Like, it, it somewhere in there you kind of realize, oh, they knew this was going to be it, and they left it very open to be a closed door. Um, and so it's just a, a one-off, fantastic companion. I wish you'd come back. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to that one. Uh, My probably. memories, sorry. When? Sorry, when? Next week. Okay. My memories of Doctor Who are more like this. Um, I remember being very happy and then very sad or a little bit nervous, and then it really paid off, or I laughed a lot at that. It's more like that. If you told me, besides, like, Daleks and Cybermen, like, I don't know that I could really, like, so maybe you, I think maybe you, yeah, you you said, she's a this, some sort of alien creature, and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Um, cause I don't remember the names of almost any of them. Um, <laughs> weeping angels. I know them, right? Oh, uh, when, they're, when, they're on, when they're on Gallifrey and, and you probably don't remember, but they're down in like, it's like Odin's vault, except yes, no, I remember. and like, there's like an old Cyberman, there's an old Dalek and then like the angels are there. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Nope, I know absolutely. I, that, that, I remember that, and so I have these big, like, more sense memories of the whole show. Um, and so, um, so I, I, outside of Matt Smith, I think I pretty much binged all of the other seasons. Um, so everything. So I've watched um, Eccleston in a day or two, and I've watched actually Eccleston season a couple of times. He's my favorite. Um, I wish he had done more. But um, but we would have been robbed of Tenet, and Tenet's fantastic, and I don't I don't have any negative say about any of them really, um, other than I think Capaldi gets off to a rough start, but that's the writing's fault, and, and what I believe the further I got into him as a doctor, not his fault, but the writing's fault, um, and um, anyway, so I but but I just binged it all, and then I stopped watching Capaldi because I thought it started kind of weak, and I was like, I know I'll watch it, it just give me some time. And then I took a year or so off and then binged all of it. Um, and when I binge like that, it's such a bad way for me to remember details. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So it's fresher in my mind. Cause I've just been watching it. So no, that's fair. Um, I, I'm going to read you a review. Oh, just knocked my phone. Sorry. Next to the mic. Um, I want to read you a review of the movie. I just watched. Is that okay? Sure. So I just watched The Death and Life of John F. Donovan. I bring that up because Marie, one of our two listeners, is a huge fan of Xavier Dolan, the the filmmaker. And uh, we talk about him occasionally when he does something new on in the world. Um, and so um, I finally got to see it. I think she saw it last year. It came out uh, technically last year. It's been it's taken forever to get here. Um 
And so um, this is from a filmmaker named Sean Baker, who did um, The Florida Project and um, Tangerine, I believe, is Sean Baker's work. Um, and so um, anyway, he's an indie filmmaker, pretty talented dude. Um, but he reviews films on Letterboxd. And he's generally very nice. He mostly talks about um, things like uh, what lenses were used and where he saw the movie. Um, and he'll do, if he has like a strong positive reaction, he'll use, he'll talk about that. He normally will not talk badly about a movie. If the movie just has a scene at this theater note or you, something like that, like you kind of can tell he didn't have much positive to say, so he just didn't say anything at all. And he doesn't grade them. He just logs that he saw them. So his review of this movie um is is fine he's behind he says behind on my logging but thought i'd jump ahead and log this one in case people are not aware it's currently in theaters pretty under the radar there isn't even a poster displayed at the theater i saw it at last night anyway obviously this isn't one of xavier's strong efforts lots of head scratching moments but all caps there's a lot of talent here that should be recognized great performances across the board parentheses almost with the highlights being Jacob Tremblay, Susan Sarandon, and Kathy Bates, and the gorgeous super 35mm cinematography of Andre Turpin, blah, 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 blah. Um, so let me tell you the lead actors on this movie where he recognized the highlights being Jacob Tremblay, Susan Sarandon, and Kathy Bates um, are none other than Natalie Portman and Kit Harington, who <laughs> he, he totally shaded by ignoring them in his review. And I was pretty impressed by that shade. So good for him. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Kit Harrington is a good actor at all. So he's that, so fucking me. good in this movie. He is so fucking good. Sean Baker is wrong here. He's I'm I'm watching this movie going, he needs to never do anything epic again and only do small dramas. They can go for an Oscar one day because he could totally pull on the right heartstrings, but he is so fucking good and he does nothing like Jon Snow. And I'm a Jon Snow fan. And so like I'd like he is so much better and I'm I'm surprised. It makes me think Baker's never seen Game of Thrones to be like, hey, even if I don't like this, he's so much better here than he was in Game of Thrones. Uh, anyway, so Jon Snow lives. Uh, Jon Snow. Yeah, but so not about Jon Snow, though. I just thought it was really funny that you, you're you only basing that on Jon Snow. And I'm just saying in this movie that you have not seen, I thought it was very funny that another director... Uh, shaded heavily <laughs> Natalie Portman and Kit Harrington, the two leads of the movie to really emphasize that the people who Susan Sarandon and Kathy Bates probably have a total Susan Sarandon probably has 10 minutes of a two hour runtime and Kathy Bates maybe has five minutes in the whole movie to give you an idea. Tremblay's got a huge part and he is pretty amazing. He's a pretty amazing child actor um, or actor who is younger than 18. I don't know what's the right thing. Child actor. They don't care. Um, so anyway, I just thought it was pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, they probably do care. I just love them all into that. But again, they don't have they can't vote, so whatever. But yeah, I want to know Marie's thoughts on this movie. I have to go find them because I know she saw this movie and tweeted about it a while back. But I don't remember what she said. I'll probably never watch it. You're a bad person. So what am I going to do with you? I mean. If this is the thing that makes me a bad person, I guess I'll just have to accept that. It's the, it's the thing I take the most personally. <laughs> <laughs> not the not the 
consistent advice, which I repeatedly go, yeah, you're right. And then flat out ignore <laughs> This is what you take personally. Well, I mean, that's technically your whole life to live. But I'm like trying to share things that I love. And you're like, yeah, never going to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. No, I don't think any of I don't think any of it matters. It's all just silly, so it's fine. Uh, are you I'm making searching. life pain? Don't I always? Yeah, you do. But then you thank me for it, and so I don't feel like stopping. It's a very weird thing for me. It is well because ultimately I know it is absolutely stupid, but like I still feel it. So I'm like, well, this is dumb, but I mean. What else are you going to do? <laughs> so I'm looking yeah. for... All right. So 2017. She's finding... Information... Okay, no. Let's see. I'm sorry. I have now searched Reese Pie, which is our friend Marie, and the word Donovan, which is... Um, in, in the name of the movie to see what she's tweeted. And she did find a um, research for a Montreal visit shows film with John F. Uh, Donovan playing at the Rialto theater when the Google car passed. So she's looking at Google street maps, looking for stuff for her trip. And she finds the movie on like the, oh God, the marquee um, outside on the theater, which is really fun. That's the kind of fan she is. And I love that about her. Um, and so, but then she's talking about Ray Donovan. So now I don't know. Um, I want to know her thoughts. I'll have to tweet her later. Now I'm done. I'm done with my moment. I just finished this movie. This is what happens when I podcast right after I finish a movie. That in the last five minutes makes me make an ugly cry face, like when Ezra falls down. <laughs> I felt it happening. I was like, fuck you, Dolan again. Because it probably only two of his movies out of his, I think it's eight now that he's made that I, I've seen all of them. Um, uh, well, I guess, no, he just, he just did a new one that I haven't seen. So the seven of his that I have seen, um, that are released, um, let me look at these. Um, nope. Only one did not make me cry. And that was more of a Hitchcock play. Uh, so, um, but I'm going for the emotions as much there. So dude gets me every time. Maybe it's the life house needle drops that he does. It reminds me of high school and it all falls apart. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Well, now we're going to talk about you for an hour, so you could at least just say, "It's cool, man." No, I mean maybe I should watch it because I mean I could use a good crap. We're not, we're not. We've talked about me all day, so I'm just kidding. Don't take it personally. I'm not. This Kindle is ridiculous. So, so yeah, Spencer got a Kindle. <laughs> I did. Specifically, for so I can read comic books more comfortably. How's that going? That's great. It's beautiful, man. Like it's really nice looking at comic books on this thing. Yeah, the the display is is really not that bad. So the um they they have this like welcome to the Kindle video that plays, and it buffered. But where I, I realized where I was sitting with this thing, um, I had it plugged in up on my kitchen counter, and it was like. Sitting on top of, so we have a juicer and it has these two things where like the juice goes into one and the pulp goes into another and they're sort of like little crafts. 
And so they're about five inches off the ground. So they were sitting on top of that, or it was sitting on top of that plugged into the wall. And uh, then there was like a juicer to the right of it and a coffee thing to the left of it. So it was like kind of boxed in underneath like the cabinets and everything. And in that little tiny alcove, it just was not getting good internet. Um, so like it popped on in full resolution because it taken a while for it to buffer. And it was like, wow, stunning. And then like 10 seconds in, it needed to buffer again. I was like, oh, that's what normal looks like. <laughs> but it really was a good display. Yeah, um, the Wi-Fi on that, that thing is not fantastic. Yeah, so I've got, like hiccups. Yeah, I've got to be like, like nothing around it to do it, yeah. to like to make it work right. And so, luckily, like I don't, I'm not really gonna use it much for like Netflix and stuff like that. Um, and so, this is really much more just for some browsing. Letterboxd, the website looks pretty good. I wish they had an app uh, for the Kindle, um, but that's asking a lot. But um, uh, but that looks good, but uh, the the reading, the interface, the look of it, the touch responsiveness, it's uh, it's really nice. I'm 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 a fan. Yeah, especially for the price. So. Oh my gosh! Yes, no kidding. I um, I, Katie just got a. Um, I don't know if I've told you this, but I just got her an iPad Pro to do her photo editing on, um, because she has a twenty-seven inch iMac that she's been she's been working on and she literally we haul that thing down to her car stuff it and pack it with uh blankets and um anytime you've ever come to our house uh to house it and there's been like missing blankets most likely they were stuffing uh the uh we have a ton of blankets so you may not have noticed um but they were stuffing the uh the iMac so that it was safe and then if it were to have any sort of accident it would be like a three thousand dollar loss right and she travels with it to her parents' house, sits the thing on the kitchen table as all the siblings are in and out and she's working. It's ridiculous. Um, so the iPad is um, fully portable, but the resolution's right and the picture dynamic, like the picture co- color, whatever's right. And her, her bosses, who which they don't like being called bosses, her new superior co workers. <laughs> I don't know. This um, <laughs> sounds way worse than boss. I've been making fun of this for like three months because they really get weirded out when they say boss. And I'm like, yeah, but you guys started the company and you may not sign their checks, but the company you started signs their check or her check. So I'm pretty sure that makes you her boss. Um, but anyway, um, but they they pulled an I'm or iPad Pro out at a shoot because Katie was literally, it was such a small room for this business they were shooting in. She was in one corner and she could not leave that corner or she would show up in the video that they were also filming because they do photo and video. So she was trapped and they realized this and she realized it was really funny to them. But he was like, hey, have you ever edited on iPad Pro? Kind of showed her the ropes and then she stood in the corner um, in between photo stuff and was doing editing of the photos she was shooting. It was really amazing workflow. And so it sort of opened up this opportunity. And so I was going to surprise her with it. I've been building, and Marie knows this, I've been building a box of, uh, Marie is like the star of the, the silent star of this week. Um, obviously my favorite listener, um, uh, this week and other weeks, uh, as well. Um, uh, no feud here. Um, and oh, you I, should listen. The latest episode of the X-Wing Files. <laughs> What's he say? I'll burn him down. <laughs> You'll have to listen to find out. Oh, God. Um, and so um, so I was going to surprise her, and then 
um, I realized she was going to have to go back to her to her family's house at the spur of the moment. And I had ordered it, and it was going to arrive this past Sunday, and she was going to leave Sunday. And I was like, hey, this would make your life easier because she had about five or six hours worth of editing to do. If you wait to see if you get the if the iPad's supposed to arrive on Sunday, blah blah blah. So I told her, and so she knows it's coming. But then it then I get an email at like two o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, and it's like delivery delayed. And so she waited around. I ruined the surprise, and now I've been looking at the box for the iPad all week long. So, but I did take it out and charge it. Is the point? So I took it out and saw it and saw the screen. And while it's larger because it's it's I bought it specifically to be a bigger editing surface anyway. Um, it feels very similar in terms of its uh, soundness and the way it's responsive to the Kindle. Like I'm I'm extremely shocked by how nice the Kindle feels comparing it to the iPad Pro. The iPad Pro can do so much more, but it's not stuff I do. And so I don't care about that. So I'm actually incredibly impressed by the Kindle. I said all of that to say that. Amazon sponsor our podcast. I will gladly show your products um, and your TV shows. So, yeah, I, well, he's praising it. I'm Since I've had one for a while and have had a few, I will say there's a few downfalls. Um be careful how much stuff you load up on that thing because much like a, a computer with not a lot of memory like it'll get bogged down really easy so um programs will start to load slow and then you're like okay, i gotta remove stuff reset the factory settings yada 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 um so it, it can kind of be a pain there but since it's an android it it's a lot easier to to just reset it, you know, than it is to go in and try to like actually fix things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really, I've been looking through it. Like I sort of want to get, I gotta figure out how to do all this stuff, but I'm like, I want the games tab to go away. Like I'm never going to play games on this thing. Yeah. And like, I want to like the shop tab would make me very happy to go away only because that's so fucking dangerous to have the Amazon store in front of me in another place. Um, yeah. Like, oh, I just clicked on it, and ooh, there's the Godzilla Criterion set. Ooh, there's this. <laughs> it's like it's immediately all the stuff I could buy. Um, and so um, so I don't like all that, but I'm never going to use the music on here. Um, I like that it's got Audible because I do have Audible, um, and probably will for the rest of the year because I'm trying to catch up on the Star Wars books that I haven't read before or that I feel are relevant prior to the, uh, the rise of Skywalker. Um, and so, but overall, I just don't see myself using it for much more than what I bought it for, which was for really comic books and, and maybe a little bit of internet browsing, but there's only like, I mean, it's really letterboxed. I'll use it for letterboxed. And then a website called Pajiba that I read. I don't know if you know, do you know Pajiba? Yeah. And so I read them pretty much daily, so I could see myself using it. And then Slash Film, I can only imagine being crappy on this thing because it's crappy everywhere. So I probably yeah, won't read that. It does not have a great web browser, I will say that. But also... Uh, it's not Safari, silky smooth? No, it's not. Safari is also not a great web browser. So, <laughs> in my opinion, I know Apple purists will probably disagree with me but i kind of think it's just garbage 
So, I'm, a Chrome, I'm a Chrome guy, even on even on Apple. I like Chrome yeah. the best. So so yeah. Um, it's got a camera. Can I take giant obnoxious selfies? You can. Maybe I should take this to. Um, oh, it's super grainy. Oh, that's awful. The camera's not great. Um, I should take this to concerts. And I could lift it up in the air and be like, "Yeah, in my moment." <laughs> I'm one of those people who need to to spend my moment recording my moment. Those are the worst kind of people. Don't do that, people. That's my biggest pet peeve at Bonnaroo is people are like you're like holding up a phone to record a thing and you're like you're there you're be there you know Bonnaroo has cameras everywhere if you want to see performances it's there to relive there there's me dancing at Bonnaroo on YouTube I promise I've seen it and and like it, it just stuff exists you can find yourself put the phone down enjoy yourself so did that make it so I in I unintentionally made you a horrible person when literally a month after we kind of like started I, I don't know, whatever. When I started working for the site and you were like, Hey, can you do all this? Because I'm going to Bonnaroo. And I was like, I can do that if you do this one thing for me. So I made you that person. <laughs> You may oh that thing oh no that's different that's so different because people what they'll do is they will they will do it for like the whole hour and a half. Oh yeah, I just wanted a picture. So no, I think I took uh, that, and um, I think I took a couple during that song, and I think my mindset was if I'm going to take one, that's and, and there's a request of when, boom, it's easy. I have focus, and I don't have to think about it before or after. I just do it and be done with it. I did, and it was great because he had flames at that moment. It was really cool. Yeah, it's one of my favorite pictures. Mine is your picture on the stoop, even though like you're not there. Like the one that I took. Yeah, your picture. That's one of my favorite pictures yeah, that I that had to do with you. So, anyway. so what else? Is up? <laughs> you know what else? <laughs> oh my god you wanted to do this but now we can't talk about you no we can talk about it i just i didn't want it to be like all about me because i mean it seems like almost everything winds up being all about me let's see my life is shitty um things are very bad um my wife's family has it so much worse than I do right now and I cannot rescue any of them <laughs> and it sucks to be the person I am in relationships where I have the power to do something um, and then cannot it is a very frustrating moment there's a lot of your stuff that really does fall down to you don't listen and so what the fuck can I do about it I have done my job and I feel comfortable in your bad decisions because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing I can do um, but like in this case, like I really, really, as of yesterday, like we had a conversation, then I got more information and then I was like, Katie trade with me, come home. And like, I, and I even told her, I was like, we'll pick a time you get in the car. I'll get in the car with Ezra and we will just meet so that, that you are not away from them for like, or that they're, they're not one responsible person down for like eight hours of her driving here and then me leaving once she gets here or something like that. And I was like, right. we will just meet and it'll be like three hours without you there as opposed to like a whole work day. Um, and, 
threatened, then it became um, not the smart. It became it was everything so unknowable and and difficult that it's such a roll of the dice on a whether it would be worth it, b if it's even going to be possible, and c um, what everybody else is doing because nobody else can be consistent. Um, and so it just became so complicated that I was literally, it was just kind of like, she's like, I would love it if you could, I don't know. And then all these three factors and I'm going like, I would love to do it too, only to help, not like the pleasure, like there's no pleasure in it, but just going to help. And then just can't do it. So it just didn't do it. So I'm here. She's there. And I don't know. Just don't know. Yeah. I, I had, uh, a very short, but I thought nice conversation with her via text the other night we were kind of talking about music and like all that stuff that she's going through and just all the the platitudes and like condolences and all of that crap that people say that it's well-meaning and it's not that they don't mean what they're saying but you just want to look at them and go yeah that's great but like is somebody that you love dying right now? Because unless that's the case, like, I, I, I really don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't want to hear how much, like, you're sorry for my situation or, like, in I know she's a very, uh, I don't want to say religious because that has such a negative connotation. Spiritual. She's a very spiritual person. And... But even in situations like that, somebody just being like, well, you know, God has a plan and you might not ever know the answer. And and you just want to look at him and be like, I don't care. I don't care if there's a plan. I don't care that this is happening for a reason. Because right now my world is ending and yours gets to go on. So mm-hmm. you can shut the fuck up. Yep. Yep. No, I, so, don't, I don't disagree. And it's just, it, it's very, very frustrating. So I was just like, I'm just saying all of this because, like, I don't, like, I'm not going to be one of those people. I'm not going to just text you and be like, I'm so sorry this is happening. I am sorry this is happening. But, like, that doesn't help you. Like, if you want to text me and just, like, a string of, like, curse words and, like, whatever that you can't say to anybody else like by all means i won't even respond if you don't want me to like if you just need to get it out of your system feel free because fucking sucks and nothing anybody is gonna say to you is ever gonna make that any better you are absolutely right and so yeah no and it's it becomes a thing of i'm getting a lot of those um strings and it's like at some point I'm like, boy, like I, like I feel like I should say something, but there's just nothing good. And sometimes I'll just go, yep, it just sucks, and there's nothing good I can say. You're absolutely right that it sucks because there's just nothing else I can say that means anything. You yeah. know, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I hate it. This is absolutely the worst. And that's all I got because okay. what else can you say? There's just there there's just nothing. And so, um, so yeah, it's um. It's bizarre. It's been a long, at this point, almost six weeks, something like yeah. that. And 
I mean, and I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm fucking exhausted in my own way, which is different than what she's going through. And it's like, I am so desperate, but then so anxious because, so my aunt is on call that when things go and we have to go down, she's just going to drop what she's doing and she'll take care of Ezra for two days for us. Right. So if it's Friday and Saturday, if it's Tuesday and Wednesday, whatever, she's got it, you know. And and so I'm like trying not to add to that, which is a weird thing that it's probably not the best situation. I have a weird family dynamic. She probably wouldn't agree with it that I'm doing things that way or thinking of things that way. But like, I just want to text her and be like, hey, there's a movie playing at two tomorrow. Can I just can you meet me at the theater? Take Ezra for two hours anywhere and you can meet me back at the theater you can meet me back at the house you can meet me at your house your mom's house and i'll just pick them up then and give me like just two hours just on two hours and like there you go yeah. that would be nice and i can't ask i don't know why i can't ask i've i've thought of this plan it is 10 40 p.m and i thought of this plan before Ezra, right before Ezra went down to bed so probably about six hours ago and no that's wrong math is terrible four hours ago and <laughs> Ezra went to bed at four o'clock. No, he was down at like seven thirty. I was thinking six. What gets me to six? And I did my math in reverse. Um, and so he went down to seven. So about six forty is probably when I was thinking about it. And um, and I just won't do it. And I'll do, and then I think tomorrow morning I'll text her. And then what will inevitably happen is she'd be game, but she'll be busy because it's the same day, you know. Right. And so that just is what it is. But like it's just stuff like that because I don't want to like. And I know you, I know what your response is going to be, so you don't have to give that to me. I'm just trying to share, like, what's going through my head. But, like, you also are going to come to my house and stay with my dogs and help the help out in that way at the drop of a hat. And that's very kind. So do you think I'm going to ask you to do anything for me? No. And they're just not going to because you have to, you have this big thing that's hanging over your head. That's um, not a huge deal, but it is a thing, you an action you have to take. Um, and, and I'm, and you're willing to take, and I'm so appreciative, but because of that, I'm like, yeah, no, fuck that. Nothing else. <laughs> like today wasn't about like trying to hang out with you today. Wasn't about you doing anything for me. I was like, this would just be fun. And Ezra would like it. And that'll be cool. We'll just all hang out. That's all that was. But if it had been there, if there was any angle of like in my head of like, oh, sweet, Ezra will like it. Logan will like it. But also I'll have sort of a buffer for a few hours. I never would have called you. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't do it. That's fair. It's, it's just it's just how my what my hangups are, and so I'm like in this place of like, hoy, I'm already looking at it, going, okay, tomorrow he's gonna wake me up about six forty. Well, first of all, he's gonna wake me up at four, and I'm gonna make him go back to his bed, and then I'm gonna try to go back to sleep. The goal is you cannot touch your phone. You cannot touch your phone. You have to you have to press the button to make sure I haven't missed a text or a call, which I have notifications on, so probably won't have that happen, um, and. Um, and then get back in bed and go to sleep for another hour. He'll wake you up again at 5 to 5.30. And then I go, you cannot, and I go take him back to his room and tell him he cannot come back into my room until the sun is up. So he will sometimes go to sleep. Sometimes he will wait literally until he can see the sun, like the light in the sky. And then whenever that time is, he will come into my room again. And then I will go until 7.30 all day. And I'm just like, I'm just so tired, just tired. I've been doing that while juggling work for six weeks. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. And then in terms of the exhaustion, not in terms of the action, the action is what it is. You have to do what you have to do. I have nothing negative to say about that. It's just like, fuck, I need a nap. 
and Katie needs a nap, and we both need to just go somewhere and take a nap. You got a little bit of a bonus today, though, in the uh, in the work. Related. Oh yeah. So <laughs> did did you guys were y'all talking about it at all? Did that affect people where you were? Yes, God, yeah. There's so many people down there that live in Chattanooga. So. so so basically, my understanding is a water main burst in somewhere in Chattanooga proper, right? They had to turn the power off to the hospital. Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah. Jesus, I just thought it was water stuff. I didn't know it was power. Well, I th- because of whatever the situation was, they wound up having to turn the power off to the hospital and running on uh, generators for, for you know the things that they had to do. And everybody else just got redirected away from downtown. Huh. So, so yeah, so for the first time ever, I truly appreciated living in the butt of Chattanooga way out here. Because Bakewell Utility District represent no issues here. Got my water. I'm running water now just because I can. Just kidding. <laughs> but, um, but, like, so, yeah, so the water's down. And I was supposed to today to give perspective so what i've been doing is getting up um on work days when i have ezra and i don't have care for ezra which is mostly monday wednesday and friday um and so it's a lot of the work week um and i'm also making like i'm working but it's shorter days on tuesday and thursday so i'm have to make up basically a couple of hours on each one of those days and so i'm getting up super early um and getting to work he wakes up, getting him situated, um, and then usually I can like wrangle to get him to like do an activity, a craft, something for a few hours, pull out all his Hot Wheels cars and play with them, and I can work for about four to five hours in the morning combined all together from pre him being awake, post him being awake. Then we have our whole day, and then I work in the evenings after. And so I've been doing that, and that's what my plan for today had been because I had some care Monday, which is great. That was helpful. Um and I don't even remember Wednesday, man. I straight up don't remember Wednesday. What the hell? I don't know what I did Wednesday. He had school. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, I took a whole PTO day. I just used. I just said screw it. Here's eight hours of PTO. I can't do it this today. And so, um, and so I took the day off Wednesday. So but Friday back to that normal schedule for the, you know since for the first time since last week. And I was dreading it. And then all the and I and I totally slept in a little bit because <laughs> Ezra did the whole get up thing. But then instead of waking up at 640, he woke up. It's like 730. So I just laid in bed, not moving because I just knew like the creak of my stupid sleep number mattress um, would like wake up. Something would wake him up. And so I was like, I'm just not moving. And I didn't move. <laughs> and so I wish I had the Kindle with the comic books at that time. Um but he wakes up at 7.30, so I'm like, okay, here we go. And now I'm going to get logged in, and I'll get, like, three hours or so, and then I'll, you know, work more tonight. And then all of a sudden, we have this thing called um, – well, I don't want to say what it's called because that'll give away where I work. But um, it's an emergency notification system. And so all of a sudden, my team group chat starts going crazy, and then I'm getting texts from the emergency thing, and all this comes out. And so my whole campus had to shut down for the day. So I got a free day off, and it was wonderful. That's the whole story. That's pretty awesome. And then uh, it's like everything's closed. The campus is closed tomorrow. Like they're saying, like maybe some point tomorrow they get this fixed. Yeah, I mean That's... there are 
there are people like without water, which is horrifying for a lot. I mean, when you're not prepared for it, it's. I think the last time we spoke, my my house had been struck by lightning, and I lost water for like twenty four hours basically because I couldn't let it drain anywhere. Yeah, and yeah, you know, but I could still drink it. Like I could still like pour water in a glass. So that's different because you can't do that, right? Like that's just nothing. Nope. Yeah, there's there's no water at all. So my sh- like I thought I was gonna lose my mind for twenty four hours, and I and I could still get drinking water. Like I can't imagine. Cannot. Im- I offered everyone I knew that that <laughs> I talked to or whatever. I was like, hey, yeah, if you got to come out here, go to the bathroom. Just come on out. Yeah, <laughs> I can see adults. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, uh, I'm the furthest option away for everybody. So it's like no yeah. one's coming out of here. Um, yeah. So I have my coworker, Marissa, also lives in Saudi Daisy. But she lives like eight minutes in front of me, closer to town. So I'm like, you bitch. Because <laughs> she, <laughs> she used to live like pretty close to me. And now I'm like, yeah, whatever. She's the buffer. So people just go to Marissa's house. Yeah. And then she offered to like take people out to dinner, like to go out to dinner with a couple of my cool coworkers. I was like... The hell! I can't participate in anything. Screw y'all and your lack of water. I'm gonna drink me some water now. I mean, you know, you wanted to have a kid. So. Did I? <laughs> I don't remember that conversation ever. Katie doesn't listen to this, does she? She, we, our first time we ever hung out, I looked at her square in the face and just, I went, just want to let you know, if you talk in a movie, I'm going to want to break up with you, and I probably will, and if uh, you want to have kids, just understand, I'm not your guy. First time we talked and hung out. Yeah, but, you know, here you are. I mean, I never said I didn't want to get it on, so sometimes things happen. Uh, <clears throat> she's not your actual sister, so I'm allowed to say that, even if you feel sisterly about her. Yeah, it's very makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I have a child that's walking proof because of how much he looks like me. That it was definitely me involved in that process. You can't escape the facts. Uh, I don't want to hear about it or think about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how I this is how I make you uncomfortable. Finally, here's the thing: I figured it out. Yeah. Next time it, it, you get on my nerves does. about your ladies, I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, remember that time I had sex with Katie?" Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's not a like oh, I'm gonna throw up. It's just like, uh, I don't like no, not those mental images in my brain, please. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, you wanted that. Just don't. Yeah, that's the one thing. I'm like, yeah, please, people, don't throw that. You wanted to have kids thing. That's not exactly how that works. Did you know she's allergic to birth control? Do you know this? This isn't like dirty. She knows this. Like this is public information. Do you know that? Uh, I-, I think I've heard this conversation. Honestly, whenever subjects like this come up involving, well, really anybody, but especially the two of you, I try to like block them. So. Well, no, I, I do look. Remember. It's just- it's fascinating because Katie has a history of she always if the you know, like the the drug ads, it tells you like could result in death, <laughs> like all these yep. like 
the anything that's not death that's still the really scary shit is always the response she has to a medication so she had um when she went on the pill because most women go on the pill for regulatory stuff like not to do it like it's not just about sex right and so um and so she went on the pill and had a minor stroke and lost control of her left or right arm for like two months wow when she was like 21 that's scary so like it's it's like but i more say that because we tell people that all the time because that stuff really is pretty jacked up all what all the chemicals do and all the things it can do and so we are big proponents of hey like a we're you know we're living proof of the risks of this but if you cannot do it don't do it because it is dangerous and can jack you up and um and this is how we know but also that means that you could have a kid when you weren't planning to hello ezra <laughs> Oh, but it, it worked out. I'd never qualify him as a mistake. People talk about kids that were mistakes, and that's not what I would say he was. He's he just was you know, certainly playing with a loaded gun. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. I didn't have to make the joke, and that's great. Uh, just so, made my day. You can't play with a loaded gun, shoot yourself, and then go, that was an accident. No, <laughs> it wasn't. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so just, it happens. Oh. Um. Well, I, I'm glad it did. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that was so great. You're so weirdly uncomfortable. It's very funny to me. Um, a lot prudish than you would think. So No, I say certain words and you get very queasy and it's very funny to me. So I immediately believe that you are prudish in those ways. Yeah. It's very strange. You also wouldn't watch Fleabag because you're a prude. Yeah. So, so there's good. that. You want to hear a really funny status uh, on my Facebook memories? Is it funny, haha, or funny, like, oh, this is ironic? I guess more ironic. Sure. Um, this is from six years ago. So, all right. So, it's this is, anyway. You know how Andrew McCarthy was always hanging out with Judd Nelson and Ali Sheedy and saying almost fire, eating dinner with them and whatever. I need us. I need a couple of friends like that because I refuse to cook for myself. And believe it or not, cereal gets old, even if you switch it up. So uh, I really need an Ali Sheedy and Judd Nelson only without the bizarre love triangle. Huh, and that movie sucks. So it's just all s- sort of levels of ironic. Yeah. So. You just said yes, it does suck. No, it doesn't suck. Yeah, but your face said yes. So. <sighs> you want to do this. I'm sorry. This this is where I'm at these days. What? I thought you just grimaced at me. I did. Okay. <laughs> that movie doesn't suck. Oh, yes, it does, but it's okay. No. It's your movie. Well, well, look, look, you you get all shitty about Jon Snow the moment I bring up a movie you have not seen with him in it. So, yeah, I basically feel fine saying what I'm saying. Yeah, that that's fair. So, you watch anime. What do you know? More than you, because I'm watching stuff from another culture. Oh, anime. <laughs> look, the one I tagged you in on Facebook, though, I might actually watch that. Oh, no, I'm totally going to check it out. 
So. When I get done with the other two I'm watching currently. Two? I, yeah, we no. talked about this last time. I said I was watching two. Oh. Uh, maybe so. I just blocked out. I was like, well, he's just watching an anime. You were too busy being pretentious. <sighs> I'm prudish and pretentious. PP. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Childish so, word. What? I said such a childish word. So I told I texted you and told you that I was passing the dirty movie theater in Chattanooga. Yeah, I didn't respond. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't know why you just don't have fun with the stupid stuff I send you. But I definitely went, look, Ezra, there's a movie theater. Because my hope is so I realize that Katie probably doesn't know what it is, and because it doesn't, it just advertise as what it is. I just know because I've heard stories about it. Oh, oh my God! There's the there's the place because of the name of it. It's like this is not the name of it, but it's like Title One Cinema. It's like something One Cinema or something like that. And so I was it does one with a one on it or something. It's what. I think it just says Cinema One. Like it's it's. Are you an expert? One. Well, it's it's over there by where Paul and Chad live, right? Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, that makes more sense. I, I was kidding. Passed it. I passed it a lot. <laughs> okay. So and then you never texted me about it. Come on, no. I am the one friend who would get amused at that, and you never told me. Nope. And so. Well, she must go buy it like every week or two when she's here because that's the way the way to get to dirt cheap the 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 discount store in Fort O Fort O that she likes to go to. Um, have you ever been to a dirt cheap? Yeah, it's sort of awful, but at the same time, I found I got like a garden hose sprayer for like four dollars. It's normally like a twenty five dollar garden hose sprayer, and um, and Ezra got a gift which I made him wrap for himself for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, for like it's like a forty dollar thing for like five bucks, and so you know sometimes it works out, but um, but I realized she passes it all the time. So when I told him that, my hope is that he's gonna start going look mom a movie theater <laughs> until she looks into it and then finds out what he's talking about, and it'll be great. Nice. So uh, that's yeah. that's gonna go over real well. No, it will. It's my sense of she's been married to me a long time. She understands the stupidity. You're right. She makes some jokes, and I'm just like, why am I getting it from both of you? (laughs) Gross. uh, uh. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that happened. That was good. I will say of my day was... The uh, the video that you sent me of Ezra going, Uncle Logan, you're a dummy. And he has no idea what it means. I've, I made sure I looked at him after we did it. I was like, so just so you understand, there's only one dummy ever, forever, and his Uncle Logan. No one else is a dummy. You don't call anybody else just because the only one is Uncle Logan. <laughs> that safeguards me from having to worry about him calling someone a dummy at school. Yeah. At worst, he's going to tell somebody that his Uncle Logan's a dummy. <laughs> it's all fair. Uh, he's not wrong. So, uh, Courtney got a big kick out of that, too. I couldn't so. believe he did it on command, too. He did it, like, real fast. I was like, this is... Yeah, I mean, it was because I was like, feel free to tell me I'm stupid and whatever. And, like, 
30 seconds later, it's like text message. <laughs> Uncle Logan, you're a dummy. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, just uh, don't, don't delete it. Save it. I saved it. I can send it back to you if you delete it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you send it to me twice. So, yeah. you, know, you earned it twice. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that wasn't a dirty joke. <laughs> no, I. I don't want to feel bad for my stupid choices. I feel bad enough. Uh, but then you talk to me about me and Courtney and how we get on to you, and that's makes and you're glad for that. So mix signals much? Have you met me? Oh yeah, it's true. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> so you're so you're going to the gym how many times a week? I went four times this week, or. Yeah, I think four times this week. So you're going four times a week now. That's your benchmark. Um, no, I'd like to go five. Sweet. I like it. So You should do it. But I was really, really sore one day. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to walk today because I can't move my arms. So Yeah, and technically that's actually not good. <laughs> and so I'm glad that you decided to, uh, to not... Uh... Continue for that day, yeah. and you walked instead. You got to have cool down days when you feel that bad. Yeah, so I, I was like, I don't think you understand because I'm working with somebody. I was like, I don't think you understand how out of shape I am. So, yeah, um, that was like overdid it. So I'm gonna need that extra day. <laughs> so, and then he's on vacation next week, so I'm gonna have to motivate myself. That's now, not good. Now you don't have to hold your gas in when you go. You can just go. What? <laughs> Nothing. It's the whole thing about having a workout partner that a lot of people talk about is they get afraid that they're going to pass gas while they're working out with the partner. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's a public gym, so there's other people in there. Oh, where? I thought it was the like the work gym. It is. But yeah. there's other people in there because we, we've been going at like 7 in the morning. So, so let me rephrase and say, for me... A gym is only in use when I know nobody else will be there, so that's when I would go. So that's what I assume everybody else would do. But obviously, I'm just weird, so it's cool. You make well, sense. If everybody else did that, then nobody would ever be at the gym because nobody would ever go because there's always going to be somebody there. If yeah. everybody's going, nobody's there. <laughs> um, um, once I get a routine, I can just work out on my shift i'll just take my laptop downstairs and work out in the gym so you know i have my headset on if somebody calls in i can answer the call and be like hey yeah let me get back to you or i can solve that or whatever so but i don't have a routine so like and i'm not going to make one for myself because i'm not going to motivate myself to that extent so, you know, the walking thing is only working because the, well, A, because now I'm like th on day 38 or something. And I'm like, well, if I fail now, then I'm just going to feel like crap because I've made it 38 straight days of hitting all of my step goals. So it would be stupid to fail now. There's what no are reason. you using? A Fitbit. Oh, okay. So is that like the app? Is that the app too? Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, 
Um, so I've been getting five miles a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I added uh, going to the gym to that this week. So. I gotcha. So guess what I'm watching on the daily now? What? Lego speed building videos. Why? Because fucking Ezra, man, he's obsessed. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like for your enjoyment. I was like, what the hell could you possibly get out of that? No, every now and then I like I'm like, this is fascinating. Or like so they'll do like so they have there's like um so have you seen like the the Lego like ideas, maybe is what they're called? They're like the um, you can submit a Lego set and be like, we should, if you vote, give vote enough, people will make it into something. Or like a Lego make an official set. Like they did The Simpsons. That was one of them. Um, so they have like this treehouse thing. And I saw the picture in the thumbnail. I was like, well, I got to see how that's structured. Like, how do they hold that up? And so I do get like every now and then I'm like, that's fascinating. But most of the time it's just like, I'm not building this. I'm not, I don't care. But I'm like, I'm never going to spend $300 on the treehouse Lego, right? And so I'm like, that's cool. Good to know. But he is totally obsessed. So I've been watching a lot of that. And, but it's got this weird effect where I'm like, I just want to buy Lego, which I've not been doing, but that's what I want to do is I want to buy Lego. That's all. That's all I got there. They're expensive. I really am super pissed at myself for not getting the Rebels, Ghost, and Phantom because they're so much more expensive now um, than they were then. I know somebody that has that. Kautzer? Nope. Oh. Jacob? Nope. Ryan has it. Does he really? Did he build it? I don't think so. I think oh, that someone... motherfucker. I, I'm pretty sure he has it. Let's go steal stuff. <laughs> he can't run, so he's not going to catch us. <laughs> That's why my idea is pretty brilliant. I saved uh, your life. He's not going to call the cops on me. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're still not on the best of terms. so. Well, I respond to the group threat, so. I didn't know what he was talking about, and I didn't want to turn it into like a, you're stoned, go lay down. So, oh, the X-Men thing? Oh, no. I, that I did see, but I already knew that. So. Well, so did I, but I was nice. I mean... Okay. You don't do you don't function that way, though, no matter what the situation. Good relationship yeah. or bad, you just don't function that way. I, my response would have been like, yeah, I knew that two days ago. <laughs> so... Well, I sort of slipped it in when I was like, I also heard that Spider-Man's going to be on here, but you see the also heard that should imply that i already knew it yeah yeah um also they've been on they were on hulu for a long time so this is not like okay (laughs) like they were already available to stream so yay (laughs) well i'm still excited i can get the lego Star Wars Rebels Imperial Assault Carrier, which is a fascinating looking like set for $79. It's more than double that on Amazon. Don't I'm not going to get it. I'm just looking. No emotional spending. I've been pretty good. 
says the man holding the new Kindle. Well, the yeah. iPad sits on the desk behind me. Yeah, but at least you do. we can write, we can write Test the it. iPad off on taxes, though. That's the thing. That's true. So, that that was I, definitely neat, and because I'm so f- so scared with her computer, I hate when she takes it, and so um, and I foresee for a period of time some traveling more back and forth to Columbus, um, whether it be the three of us or as you know her and Ezra or whatever, um, helping her mom get settled, and so. I'm like, yeah, no, can't handle the idea. Because, like, a fender bender where they're totally fine and the car's okay could destroy the the computer. You know what I mean? And and so, well, we're still out $3,000. Right. So, uh, and and I wouldn't be able to get another one. Like, still working on that whole situation. So, anyway, this is just the smarter move. So, all that to say, I have been pretty good. Yeah. So have I, but most I'm broke. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was about to say out of need, but that's okay. That's good. Some people need to do it and then still can't do it, so that's pretty good. Yeah. So, um, I I have a very small chunk of change that I'm just like, I've been very good about not doing anything completely crazy. The craziest thing I've done is like gotten down in the dumps at two o'clock in the morning at work and walked downstairs and one night I spent four dollars and then the next night I was even feeling even worse. So it's like, well, I already hate myself, so I'm gonna spend eight dollars <laughs> on candy and snacks. So so I spent twelve bucks this week on candy and snacks in the vending machine downstairs. So well I say vending machine, it's more like a little store that has a scanner and you scan it and then swipe your card. So yeah, we have we have that so because so, you know people would steal it because people are assholes. So yeah. um, what else? So you started you just texted me. Who did? Like, Courtney just texted me this. What she say? Yes. You can go to the gym, drink your water, and take your vitamins, but if you don't deal with the shit going on in your heart and your head, you're still going to be unhealthy. That's like a Pinterest thing. You should respond. Are you on Pinterest? A Snapchat, uh, Snapchat, a snapshot of something from somewhere. She just texted it, a picture of it to me. Oh, okay. So, no, she, she doesn't, like, claim other people's little quote things she sends me stuff like that all the time so and i just said yeah i'm working on it so yeah well aren't we all yeah she also sends me stuff like don't wait until you've reached your goal to be proud of yourself be proud of every step you take toward reaching that goal vomit in my mouth yeah i'm just like okay (laughs) like I like. I hope you know me well enough to know that I don't respond well to shit like that. <laughs> if it's not some kind of negative reinforcement, it's not really going to help me. <laughs> so. I did but. really well because I had an opportunity to spend money on a print that I really wanted, and then I didn't. I'm proud of you. Thanks. One of and us did something smart today. <laughs> The problem is, well, that was earlier this week, so maybe not today. Um, this week? 
this week. I've been stupid shit all week. So, but like, I sort I'm sort of taking like the 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 hardest part is that right now I could do something like that and then it wouldn't destroy me financially. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, we're like I can emotionally spend, not a big deal. But then it, you know, it begins it's a bit spiral. <laughs> yeah, it, it that spiral happens quicker than any other spiral in my life. All of a sudden like, you open up your online bank and you're like, what happened? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will pay, so no, my credit cards are outrageous, mm-hmm. but they're all in the like $500 range. Mm-hmm. So like, I will just pay one off and be like, oh, I'm okay. And then like eight days after I paid it off, I looked at the credit card bill on my app and I'm like, how did I spend $350? <laughs> what happened? Yep. So, and it's not like I bought a $350 purchase. I just bought $10, $35 purchases. <laughs> yep. I, yep. I very much same boat. I've been good. So, I, I, the Kindle was part of that is going to help that longer term. Weirdly enough, that will help me save money. Because not walking into the comic book store to physically just be like, ooh, that cover's pretty. I'll never read this book, but I want that cover. Thank you. This is So this is going to sound crazy because we've had this conversation. I know you don't care for the art. But um, that guy, Art Germ, has been doing Catwoman covers, variant covers, um, yeah. for like a little over a year. And the Catwoman book has also been really good. Like I've started reading it just in general because it looked good. I was interested and I like the character and it was, it's been really, really good. Um, and, but then he started doing the variant covers. And so I was just bought the regular covers cause I like Joel Jones's work a lot. And then I also wanted his covers. So I've literally bought almost every issue of the 14 issue run twice, except for the couple times he didn't do the cover. That's stupid. Logan. What am I gonna do? What, what am I gonna put my my lusty Catwoman covers on the walls in my living room? So, I'm see. I I'm not it, the person to have this. No, can you say I'm stupid though? Right? Like that's stupid. No, it's not stupid. I I mean, if unless it's a Deadpool cover that I can't afford, mm-hmm. like you know the one in one hundred variants or whatever. Sure. Like if I can pick up a variant cover of an issue I already own, I absolutely get it. Regardless of the price. As long as it's like cover price or like a few dollars above cover price. Yeah, I've done a couple of times where I've been like, ooh, it's got Carrie Fisher on the cover. I'll spend ten dollars on the movie variant of the Star Wars issue. I'm like, what the uh, hell? Like if I I'm, if I if yeah. I didn't walk into the store, I would never do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go on like eBay or Midtown Comics and be like, "Cool, let me order this variant cover." I'm like, "No, nah, I need this issue. Let me just order it." It's. It's like I'm holding it. I've got it. I, I've got to have it. And so, getting myself out of that store <clears throat> must be will be helpful. Um, and I felt it this week when I saw the point of that was that the last one that he was doing was the Batman Returns Catwoman. Yeah, I and that was it. that was this week. And so I immediately was like, "I'm done." That's genuinely I've. Pick, put that in my hand that I went oh, I'm buying a Kindle and I've got to stop this right now 
And so I did. And I, I also, in that moment, so they, so all these Star Wars one shots have been coming out. Um, and most of them, no, let me rephrase. I have not read most of them because I quit reading them after a little while because they were so lackluster. Um, I think the Boba Fett one. Hmm? They have not contributed to this, the like mythology at all. No. Um, and so, um, but I was buying them cover price, right? And sometimes the variant, depending on whatever. Anyway, so I stopped doing that. Um, but they have at the comic book shop I go to behind the most recent one. So it's now like we're in the days of the resistance. So anything from the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy are all 50% off, right? So I literally just went, I could grab this chunk of books and it would catch me up on physically having all of these books and they'd be half off, right? I can do that. That's a great deal in my mind, right? In this moment. And I have them in my hand and I have this Catwoman in my hand and I'm just like, I have to stop. I have to stop. And I put all the Star Wars books back. I kept the Catwoman because it was one. I needed to have the cathartic moment of overspending on one of them. And then I overspend on one of them. For you, that's definitely the one. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's the one I've been waiting for for all this time. Like, at some point, he's got to do Batman Returns. I'm going to have to get it. And so he did it. And I was like, okay, cool. The decision. And I walked out with the one book. And it was just like, I. there was a moment in that, in that store. I was going to buy, like, 15 things. And I didn't need any of these things. Why did I? What the hell? And so, anyway. So, yeah. So, I'm good. I'm totally okay. And uh, and walking away. Then I went to Ollie's and found five dollars Star Wars figures and bought a couple of those. But it's okay because they were five dollars down from twenty. Smiley face. I mean, not really. You didn't need those either. <laughs> Shut up, Logan. Um, oh. But yeah, so the discount stores were all Ezra's fault because he needed to do that today, and I supported him. <laughs> Mostly to distract from the fact that we were supposed to spend all day at Creative Discovery Museum, which is closed. Yep. So that's the one way the water affected me in a negative way is that the plan had been to work in the morning, go to Creative Discovery Museum for the afternoon. And then um, did I tell you that that what happened with that on Wednesday, me in the museum on Wednesday? No. (sighs) So I took a day off. Ezra and I, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go to Creative Discovery. It's going to be really great. We have a membership. And like that he gets for, I guess, Christmas or something, I think is when that renews. But what he gets some, it must be Christmas. Um, Jennifer and Tommy get him that. And so, or did, I don't know who would do it this year. Um, one of them better though. Um, and so we're going to go. It's gonna, all I have to do is pay for parking. Good deal. And I get there and there's a big old sign on the parking lot. Between Labor Day and Memorial Day, Creative Discovery will no longer be open on Wednesdays. And it all comes flooding back that in school year, they do not open on Wednesdays. It's an off day because <clears throat> it helps them because they've cut down summer staff and stuff like that. Um, if they're closed one day a week, it just makes it makes perfect sense. And it doesn't make perfect sense to my child in the parking lot of the Creative Discovery Museum being told he can't go in the Creative Discovery Museum. So that was wonderful. Yep. And at some point, because you can see my work from the parking lot of Creative Discovery Museum, and at one point in that moment, he told me I should just go there. And I was like, well, okay, this feels good. So anyway, so this, today is supposed to be the makeup. It didn't work out. 
And so we went shopping instead, which is his other favorite thing to do. <laughs> I should just spend more time with your kid. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Go ahead. I, I, you can borrow my car seat. <laughs> What'd you say? So we have the same interest. Yeah, pretty much. Bright, shiny things and shopping. So the fun part is tomorrow, my task in the morning with him, and we've been talking about it, we've been working through it, processing, if you will. Once you go to therapy, you'll understand these terms. Um, and we're going to pull out all of his toys into the living room, and we're going to sort what we're going to and give to kids in need and what we're going to keep. And I plan to get rid of some shit tomorrow. And I plan for him to be on board with that, even if he doesn't like it. Good. That's good. He's not going to end up like me in the comic book store holding all the books. He will not. Uh, Yeah, when he's older, it's going to be like, my dad made me give away all this stuff. Will you come pick me up so we can go like shopping or whatever? And you can buy me some more toys. I'll be like, yeah, buddy, absolutely. And then Katie's going to be pissed. Um, I'm going to be playing interference that you'll never see where I'm like, Katie, don't yell at Logan. You don't understand. He has the emotional range of a 14-year-old girl. And then he's going to be like, or then. 62, but he has the emotional range of a 14-year-old girl. And then you're going to be like, was Katie mad at me today? She seemed a little off. I'm like, no, man, she's good. She's having a weird day. That's the whole conversation. Yep. Um, yeah I think that that's actually never happened before you get paranoid about that later on that's never happened in that way it was just a funny way question out of my mouth yeah no no I yeah no never happened I just thought it was a funny illustration um so but here's my thought is that he is going to have things better financially than I did growing up and he's also got my jeans, and Katie loves the shop too. She just suppresses it because her parents went through a vicious bankruptcy while she was living at home and like a kid. So she's seen like the what this kind of thing can do. And so, but she's still got that gene too. And he obviously really likes the searching for the right prize, which is what he calls them, um, experience. So like he's doomed if we don't do right by. Him. Yeah. So, so I've got to, I've got to make sure that, that we're like doing it right. Cause the other day he was like, I want a thousand toys. I'm like, he can't understand what a thousand is, but at the same time, he, I know he knows a lot of toys and I was like, no, Ezra, you can't have a thousand toys. He goes, okay, I'll have a million toys. <laughs> oh, nice. And I was like, oh no, no, sir. No, sir. Um, I said, you can maybe have, and I made up some whack number because i have to start counting his toys and groupings with whatever that number was um like all of your trains are one toy <laughs> you know but um but he didn't like my number so we're gonna we're gonna give her some stuff tomorrow though i i uh i support this i'm gonna be excited to hear how well it goes <laughs> It will not go well for a long time. It will be a fight, and it'll be a fight worthwhile because his birthday is in nine days, and he's going to get more shit. So, got to get some stuff gone. Okay. So, you're saying I shouldn't take him to build a No, no, that's totally good. Katie actually was super excited about that when I told her. So, oh, no. Cool. No, no. I really like Deadpool bear. <laughs> yeah, no bear issue there. It's more like his the closet in the screening room is full of crap. 
and most of it can go because he doesn't play with it anymore. And that's the key is that he doesn't play with it anymore. And so that should just go like Duplos. He has graduated. He is building four to seven year old like age range Legos now following the instructions. He doesn't need Duplo, right? They should go. And so yeah. it's stuff like it's stuff like that. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Put away the the old things that you don't need slash use. Yeah, give them to somebody who does need them. There it is. Just like you uh, should do with the lady in your life. That, that's not the same analogy. <laughs> I know. Not at all. I know. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good though. It amused me. Um, and it's not happening. I don't. Mm, whatever. What? Well, it, it just I I don't know I don't know how to, to approach this subject anymore, so because anything I say just makes me sound like an idiot, which I admit that I am. <laughs> so, but I'm also not walking back into it, going like everything's gonna be okay. So, like you know, wait, you're walking back into it? Oh yeah, because you're going to dinner. Yes. That's so dumb. With somebody who interested me twice. What are, you, what are you guys eating? Tacos. Mexican food. I'm having tacos because tacos are cheap. So, and supposedly she's buying. She's so, what? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Uh. This is what I needed today. <laughs> Why do you want to make me hate myself more than I already hate myself? I don't understand how it makes you hate yourself. That's that's a definite fallacy in your logic because that doesn't make sense. Um, but there, there were multiple times where I stood up for like all of the the crap that I'm just like, no, you're not, like. At one point in time, I sat down at my old desk, which is next to hers, because the guy that's sitting there now got up to go to lunch. And I was I logged into the computer and was just kind of like, like sitting in an old chair or like, I was like, ah, oh, this was like my comfort zone and like doing all the things I used to do. And she was trying to talk to me and I was kind of being aloof just you know making chit chat and she she looked at me and she said i'm just gonna need, i'm gonna need you to go away and i said what she said yeah i don't like looking up and seeing you there and today I, yeah i just locked my computer and got up and walked away and she said where are you going i was just playing around and i turned around and i was like no no you do not get to talk to me like that. Period. And just kept walking. And I was walking back to where this other girl I mentioned, Courtney, was sitting. And she said something about that. And I turned around and I was like, what? Like, what is your problem? And that's when the whole thing of, like, she has a problem with her. And, you know, if... Yeah. What if we were together? Do you think that I would 
be okay with you being friends with her? And I was like, I don't care what we are. You do not get to tell me who I'm friends with. And you do not get to make me feel bad about things that I don't have to feel bad about. You don't get to act rude to me and be like, I'm just joking around. It's like, I've not been mean to you. So there's no, this is not reciprocating behavior. That's something I deserve. So she apologized. Do you know why I think you hate anime? Why? Because I've lived in anime? Yeah, because you are those people. Like, you are the reactions. And then you said that, and she got those big, giant heart eyes. I was like, oh, how do I, oh, what do I do? And then calmed down immediately and got back to the normal, regular-looking art. Like, that. that's what happened in that moment. <laughs> you are. And you. I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's one of the ones I'm, the, the two shows I'm watching. And you are definitely the the main character who is very short and has this brother who is in a giant suit of armor, so he looks very big. But the main character, the short one, is the big brother. And everyone, when they meet the two of them, they always go around together. They see the big guy in the metal suit, and he goes, they, everyone thinks he's the full metal alchemist. He's the big one. And the little guys, and you, it must be so nice to be the little brother of the full metal alchemist. And the little guy just freaks out. And that's you. That's you all the time. That's why you like it. That's 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 an exaggeration. No, no, it may not be the. So your freakout is not loud. Your freakout is still a Logan freakout, and you do the Logan freakout all the time. Yes, you do. But your freakout is doesn't mean that freaking out does not mean screaming and yelling. It, but you do freak out in your personal way. You are definitely an anime character. I mean, I guess that's fair. Yeah, you totally are. That's a, I. I literally had knew immediately after I said something to go. Oh, and by the way, Katie's never actually done that. That's never happened because I knew that the question was coming. I mean, you, it was you, literally the next thing that it was going to come out of my mouth. It was like, well, now I have to ask him if that's actually ever happened because now I'm not going to be able to stop thinking about that. So, see that what what you just did there—that's a Logan freakout. What you just described, and you do that all the time. You are an anime character. Oh my god. Your your face would be like it would contort into like a squiggly question mark mouth and then like sweat a bead of sweat on the brow and like the eyes would be slits because they were thinking really hard. That would be your freak out face on an anime. <laughs> I think that that see it's funny you say that because at work that that is the stuff I would do. Not the sweat thing, but like I would like either arch my eyebrow and squint my eyes or like like uh purse my lips or like you make a weird face when somebody was like and just feel like what the fuck are you talking about so very animated i'm so, just saying i figured it out so i don't like it because i am it because you animate it doesn't work at <laughs> all nope but i tried the point of all that was for me to be like, for me to illustrate that I was not walking back into a, a bad situation and going like, I'm going to be delusional. Everything's okay now. So, like, I, I stood my ground. And then 30 minutes later, she was like, we should go get Mexican food this weekend. And I was like, okay, I guess. But I'm broke, so she was like, I'll pay. I was like, all right. You're going to be sitting there 
and I just want to call. I'm calling the shot now, and she's gonna go after you guys have eaten. By the way, and she's gonna go. You weren't really serious about that, like broke thing, right? I'm calling that shot right now. That's what's gonna happen. Nah, I don't think so because she knows I was pretty serious. Because okay. she kept saying, "What happened to your money?" Oh. I was like, "I just made some bad decisions." She thinks that I gave Courtney money, and that's why I'm broke. And that's not why I'm broke. I'm broke because I'm stupid and I don't know how to tell like dates on a fucking calendar. So. <laughs> Did you tell her you didn't give Courtney money? That's no, an easy solution. Told... No, nope. it's none of her business. She's not my fucking mom. My she girlfriend. is so into this. She is so into you being like, sit down, shut up. Don't question my friendships. And you can't know where my money is. And she's like, hit me. <laughs> I, I just, I was just like, that's not really like I did some stupid shit. And now I'm broke until Friday. Look, dude, so. if, if you will just like not open a door for her. And, like, tell her she looks bad in her shirt. You'll be married by Tuesday. <laughs> and, you'll, that, and all you'll have to do is just watch Netflix with her if you just stay mean to her. I don't want to be mean. So, and I to, in my defense, I was not mean until she came at me with some bullshit. And I was just like, no, this is not the way this is going to go down. Like, you do not get to not fucking respond to me. When I literally said I love you for a fucking week and then give me shit and try to make me feel bad? No. That's not the way this works. Hey, hold on one second. Ezra is coming in here. I'll be right back. Hey, bud. Hey. Hey. Can I go potty? So it's going potty. It's kind of sweet. Those footsteps are even louder when you're on the couch. And you just, it's like a monster movie. It starts off so slow and it's just like, it's like Jaws or something. You wake up and you're like, oh God, something's about to eat me. So talking to myself. Um, so Spencer is, uh, been giving me hell all day about this, uh, situation with this female because she was extra shitty to me after I told her how that's loud. That's probably the dog. Hello. What? I was talking to myself. No, oh, what'd you say? Um, I was talking about how uh, loud those footsteps are in person. Even though they sound loud on the mic, they're a little louder. <laughs> yeah. He's actually gotten a little bit quieter because I've been trying to talk to him about it. Yeah. It's one thing to I be mean, awake. It's one thing to be woken up, but it's another thing to be like frightened awake yeah. three times a <laughs> night. 
it starts off really low. It's like the score of Jaws. It's like, oh my God, we're being attacked. That's about uh, right. Yeah. And I was just saying that, like, you've been giving me shit all day about decisions I've made. <laughs> you told me you liked it. it it's fine. So, I, I don't know what to say because any defense I make just makes you, you're like, you said earlier, like, you're, you sound like somebody in an abusive relationship. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's fair. But, okay. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, when it all falls apart, you can just be like, I mean, you knew this was going to happen. So. I bet you should have been meaner. Should have thrown some plates against the wall, acted like the Godfather. I, it's just it's like it's like you've got mail. The secret to life is in the Godfather. I don't, I don't get it. No. I don't know. I don't remember what his name was. I remember her name in middle school, but she, she just loved that jerk. What's his face? I think it was Jason. It's definitely yeah. It was definitely Jason. Was his name? And I'm like, I'm not gonna out her, but. She just really couldn't get past Jason. He was so mean to her. I was not. And it's just all about Jason, the mean guy. I mean, the one relationship I had for, you know, more than like a few days that lasted nine years, lasted nine years because I was an asshole. So Mm -hmm. until finally she was just like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So. Why? Why does it have to be that way? People are weird. Oh. I, I don't know what to tell you. Nice guy. <laughs> you what? I just want to be a nice guy. You'll get there one day. Just kidding. No, you are a nice guy. I just, um, I'm just saying, like, this thing today ended with you going to dinner with her. And the things, the cause and effect moments are pretty clear. I don't. I mean, I don't disagree. Like that's that's didn't really until you put it out, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I guess you're right about that. That's so. super warning sign one hundred and one. You make your own choices, but those are all warning signs, and you should steer clear. Maybe I'll bring it up. The oh god, <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna go fantastic. You should say that your friend said this and you thought, oh, that's right. And then she'd be like, you're talking about me? And it'll just really explode. She would lose her shit. <laughs> I know. That's why like, I know this person. I have just like, did you hear my voice? I yeah. got it. I yeah. never met her and I totally understand so, her. It would probably sound a little bit like that, too. So, like, so why are you got... meet other people? But anyway, sorry. Because I love you. I already told you that. That's what you should say back to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible. I apologize. Well, we... Nothing nothing worthwhile. You shouldn't apologize. I'm making bad decisions. So I'm making bad jokes about your bad decisions. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I I can appreciate that. Um so uh, it'll all up in my face. <laughs> it'll all what? Blow up in my face. Nah, you'll go to therapy and then you'll walk yourself out of this situation. That's what'll happen. 
Yeah. We'll see. We will. That is true. Life will go on, and hopefully I will still know you. So, yes, we will see. Yeah. And somewhere in there, I'll talk to Ryan about buying his Rebels Lego. Somebody offered to sell me an Apple Watch today for $100. That's a good deal. You could have flipped that sucker. I mean, it's the previous generation, but... You should put it in a closet for 40 years, and then when you're you know, 80, you can make your retirement selling it. It's a mm. joke. It's not going to happen. No. I, I hate, it. hate Apple Watches, by the way. I mean, I just, I don't really need to do a lot more on, like, the Fitbit is fine. So. It's like you just don't need an extra cell phone. That's what I have to say. That's my big thing. Yeah. It's in the end, it does a lot of stuff, but it's really just a um, texting machine on your wrist. Hey, don't forget that so-and-so texted you, or don't forget that so-and-so has not texted you. <laughs> yeah, I look at my phone enough, so... I literally spent most of this week looking at a text message trying to will a response to it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's too much. Too much. I could have just deleted the text chain. So So Johnny Johnny Depp's off my stats. That's good. That is nice. I only took a year and change. (laughs) Well, I was committed to replacing him with quality candidates. Um, like Nicolas Cage. <laughs> look, Nicolas Cage is great. And he, is. That, he was actually more of a convenience because I was like, I was sitting at like 36 movies and didn't even realize it. Um, it was a matter of me looking through actors who came to mind who I knew I'd seen a lot of stuff of and then looking at the stats and realized, oh, he's very close. But having watched 18 Denzel movies, in the last few months, really helped out there to, to have him topple the Depp. See, 18. Yeah, and that's when you start realizing that Denzel Washington is a fine actor, not necessarily the actor that everybody gives him credit for being. <laughs> yeah, I know, you're right. It's funny, like, the TV movie he did in 1986 about the high school, the George McKenna story, or Hard Lessons, as it's called on... Netflix um, is not a very good movie at all. It's a pretty terrible movie, in fact. But he's really good in it. And I'm like, oh, I see how he jumped from TV to movies. And then I watch, like, the Sidney Lumet movie Power, which was made somewhere around the same time. Um, and I'm like, oh, God, why? Same year. Same year, actually. Um, why are you in this movie with... Richard Gere, who's actually not very good in that movie. No one's good in that movie. But I'm like, this is not the movie to like move you over to the big screen. Um, I don't know. It's all fascinating to me. Yeah. I really want to see, though, um, because I've seen so many at this point. There's a couple I haven't seen that I want to. Um, I still actually have never seen The Preacher's Wife. I thought I had, but I have not seen that. Um, and Katie has a memory of liking it and wants to watch it again. So we're going to watch that at some point this year. And then, um, there's the movie Mississippi Masala came up. Chris Flippo really liked it. It brought it up in his Denzel response. Um, and it's also a Mira Nair film who I've, I can get her ranked 
on my directors list, and that would give me another um, non-white and female director on my list, which would be great. And so I really want to see it to add to those stats and to also see the movie, but I can't find it anywhere. It's like a $40 DVD on eBay, and it's just like I can't get it. So I don't know. I got to find somebody with a copy of that. I bet I could find it. You know what? I put you on the task because I couldn't. I looked and I couldn't. Text text it to me, and okay. that I'll I'll forget. So no, I, I sent you a picture of Arya. After I started laughing at you, I heard yeah, some noise I, and I turned around. That's what she did. Yeah. yeah. Those dogs. I will be seeing them soon. They're oh. doing better though. They're they've been asleep since. Gosh, whenever I started the movie, they went to sleep and been very light on the bothering. They never really bother me. It's the going outside and then me stressing out of like, are are they going to come back in? Because it's dark and I can't see the back of the yard. Yeah, I think so. it's that feeling that you have that they know you're not the alpha, which is why they do not come back in for you. <laughs> uh, I'm not a man. I come out and sometimes I'll just pick up the shovel and just tap it one solid time on the deck and they just come running. I'm like, I've never hit them with a shovel, but I obviously think I would. And they come inside. Um, Now at the same time today, I took Aria for a walk with Ezra. Did I send you those pictures? I think I did. Yes. Um, Because Ezra really was amused by taking Nymeria on a leash to the vet the last couple of weeks because we've taken her twice. And, um, so he wanted, but he thought Ari was kind of getting left out. So he wanted to take Ari on a walk around the neighborhood. So I guess fine. Let's go. It's really hot, but whatever. Let's go. So we did, but I didn't realize my bedroom window was cracked. So I like leave the windows open from time to time. And Nymeria like lost her damn mind the entire time. I'm on the other side of the neighborhood. I can hear her going, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is wrong with her? And yeah, she, she's, you know, that's what she does to drive me crazy. I'm like, yeah, we're those neighbors that everybody hates right now. Thank you, Nymeria. Thank you. Mm. Awesome. I can't wait for that. I mean, you don't have to walk. I don't. I cannot imagine you walking Aria around our neighborhood. So I think you'll be fine. I'd walk Aria. I don't know if I could walk Nymeria. I think she'd just yank my arm out, get away, and I'd be like, well, she's out. Yeah, I don't think she knows. Like, Arya barely knows what to do on a walk because it's been so long since they've done it. Um, <laughs> He's like, what are we doing? Arya's sort of like zigzagging around. I'm like, Arya, stop it. Arya, stop it. You're going to get hit by a car. Stop it. You could drag me up and down, the, or not down, but up those hills. Oh, my God. The freaking hills. I was really afraid because Ezra will most often tap out two-thirds of the way in. And, like, a third in any direction in my neighborhood is awful. And I usually will end up having to carry him on my shoulders. So I kept having this fear of like, he's going to make me carry him on my shoulders while I walk Aria. <laughs> um, and then I'm going uphill, but then yep. it, he made it though. He, he, he made the whole lap. So it worked out in the end. I'm excited for his birthday next week. I think it's going to be very nice. Um, and the party's at two? 
two. Yes, we may end up moving the um, location because it's gonna potentially be really hot because it's not cooled down. But yes, either way, we'll keep the same time, and at most, it'll just be to like um, Jen's mom's house, which is still in Hickson. It's like an extra one minute from that park. Um, and so I will let you know, but it'll still be the same time and the gen- same general location. We're just not doing it at our house because of the driveway. There's also a 25th anniversary screening of Shawshank Redemption that night. That evening? Yep. I'll have fun at that because I'm not going. Just let you know. Well, it's a good chance. You. Well, I thought you were, and I was getting, <laughs> I was annoyed that I couldn't go, but that's cool. Well, why bring it up if you're not inviting me, douchebag? <laughs> I like this new combative relationship. Hey, man, my son's got a birthday on um, on next Sunday, and we're going to throw a party. It's at two. Oh, but you're not invited. <laughs> just bringing it up just to let you know. <laughs> why am I not invited, Logan? Because Lori's going. Are you going with Lori? No. If no. I go, I'll by myself. Okay. So you can cry? Yep. Yep. That's fair. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, Just... I can't show a softer side in front of her. Apparently, I have to go get tacos and pick a fight with somebody at the bar and hopefully don't get my ass kicked. <laughs> Just throw the taco on the ground. What is this shit? And when the check comes, you just look Lord, look her dead in the eye and go, give a dollar tip to that bitch. <laughs> You're going to be married so fast. I'm not even going to know what's happened. I'm going to be like, there's no time for you to even disappoint me or Ryan by picking one of us over the other for best man. And now you're married. There's a what choice? I don't know. Obligation versus what you want to do. Yeah, um, I was an usher at his wedding. And that was only because my mom told him that I needed to be in the wedding. Dang. He doesn't doesn't speak to the person that was his best man at his wedding. I don't either. That's sad. Somehow that comes up on every podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So if there's any doubt in your mind, you can rest easy. If I get married, A, it'll probably be on a boat in the ocean. So you're probably not going to be there. (laughs) Um, And if there is a wedding. What kind of boat? What the hell are you talking about? On a cruise. Why am I not allowed to go anywhere you go? Why can't I go on your wedding cruise? Because I wouldn't tell anybody. What? I would know you were going on a cruise. Because I'd be like, why can't you dog sit that weekend? I was getting married. Actually, you would. Because you're going to be like, you're going on a cruise? What the fuck? You're getting married. You're an asshole. <laughs> He's like, I've never been on a cruise. Guess what? I'm going on a cruise. You'd know exactly why I was going on a cruise. Um, That's what I want. Like, that, I, for whatever reason, I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. I want to do that. End up on like the dysentery cruise or something. Well, then that would suck. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. Uh, you get married on the first day and then you're on your honeymoon. I guess. Why are you trying to crush all of my dreams? <laughs> 
you, people get trapped on cruises. <laughs> I just did this whole thing about how you were a yes person. Yes, why not? And all of today has been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Because right now, the person it could be yes with is not a good choice, sir. <laughs> I didn't say I was going to marry her on a boat. But right now, the picture of the person is that person. There's no other options at the moment. That's fair. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think closest we've ever come to having a fight. I'm laughing too much. I have tears streaming down my face of laughter, so I hope you don't feel like this is a real fight. No, I do feel like I've disappointed people, though. That Dis- upsets me. I have disappointed me. You've been just like every other male friend that I've ever had. You're right on par. What? With your dumb relationship stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, not in every. You're a better friend than all my other friends, Logan. Except for this way, you're like every other dude I've ever met. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I have you one just, guy I, I who was good feel like a good friend. So. What? I said I don't feel like a good friend. Oh, no, so. you're a good friend. Um, I had one friend when he just got married, like weeks after. He reached out to me because I, I don't want to go into detail in case I'm randomly someone listens and can tell the story. But basically, he had just gotten married and he reached out to me um, because I came to mind um, and I did not go to his wedding. We hadn't talked in a while, um, but we were really close back in the day. And um, he basically started talking about the concept of marriage and the way he was talking about it to me. Now, again, he's been married for like two or three weeks. Um, was as if you were trying to make the decision to get married and whether or not that was a good decision. That's the kind of questions he was asking me two or three weeks into his wedding. And I was like, yeah, I could have called that like six months ago because of who who you are and who she appears to be based on your proclivities. So don't be that guy, Logan. Don't be him. I don't have proclivities, though. Okay. Like, I'm not going to like wander off and like, okay, well, this isn't working. I'm going to sleep with somebody else. No, that's not what I mean. Maybe I used the wrong word then. Um, just don't be that guy. Because he wasn't asking about sleeping with someone else either. He was just more like, he. It, it's very much the arrest development. I made a huge mistake. Uh. That was the moment he was having. Um, but based on the way he chooses women, he landed himself in that spot. And I could have called that's the spot he was going to land himself in six months before he got married. Don't be him. That's who you're on the road to be. Get a therapist. Oh. And they will help you. Not have to deal with my bullshit because you'll be dealing with your bullshit. And you can tell Courtney to put that shit on Pinterest. Uh, somebody at work today walked back I was sitting in her cube and we were talking and they walked back there and they started like talking about they're kind of in the know started talking about things and then started making not so subtle hints about like well how come 
he was like, don't you think Logan's like a really nice guy? She was like, yeah, he's like the best. And <laughs> like going on and on. I was just like, I know he's going with this mm-hmm. conversation. And like he started to say it. And I just said, no. He was like, what? I was like, no. And she looked at me. She was like, oh, is he talking about like me and you? I said, yes. She said, no. <laughs> I was like, exactly. A few weeks ago, maybe last week, I was talking to Tommy. And oh, she mentioned your um, your job change and moving away from where you used to work, the location you used to work in specifically. Um, and he said, I'm really just, I'm just so glad he didn't end up getting saddled with one of those crazy people down there. And I just started laughing really hard. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess technically he's not saddled. Him. <laughs> what? Would like to be, but he's not. I just want to be like, you You just have no idea how complicated that joke is that you just made. <laughs> it was great. And he's like, oh, no, he's not dating someone, is he? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-mm. Nope, that's not happening. At the time, they weren't even speaking, so... Oh. Mm. Oh, but you were, we, but you were bad because you didn't oh. send a follow up text. What? I said, we've been talking for like two hours. Yes, I was the bad guy because she was the last person that texted and I didn't text back. No, sorry. I was referencing this most recent time when you were the bad guy for being oh, the last oh, yeah. person to text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then then it was, it was, then it wasn't that I ghosted her, it was that I shut her out. And I was like, I never got a response. Like, I don't, I don't know what what else was I supposed to say. So, oh, look, you b-word, you better answer my text messages. Uh, GD when, it, and then she'd yeah. be like, "Marry me." Oh, oh. She's maybe Funke, except she just wants to be treated badly. I don't want to treat anybody badly. I don't want you to either, Logan. I'm not trying to get you to. I'm just saying that's her deal. Yeah. I mean, You're never going to let Courtney listen to this, right? Uh, no, because I've actually said stuff about her on this that... Oh, yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, one day, just like four of our episodes are going to disappear, but you'll be the only one who knows because you're the only one who pays attention. Yeah, I don't remember what episodes there were. I think at some point I was calling her the. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh no. Yep. We're good. Just in case, we're good. I know. I remember uh, a term. So, and then like that quickly dispersed into like, oh no, yeah, like I have no attachment to this chick in that way whatsoever. So, you know. Especially she could be they, good for me, so <laughs> nope. Oh, she definitely would not be. I think that could be good for each other. <laughs> okay. I th- did you not see the the text message earlier? Which one? I mean, the, the you were like you didn't tell me about this dark side of the relationship. Two enabling. Uh, codependent people. No, yeah, but you're enabling each other in the shitty relationships that you are both pursuing. If you were to pursue a healthy relationship and enable that for each other, it could be very good. Yeah, 
So that's very much what you're, that does not apply to what I'm saying. I guess, but like I look at her and you want her to do better for herself. She wants you to do better for yourself. What if y'all work together to do that for each other? That just could be beautiful. We could do that as friends. Knives start taking Lori, apparently. (laughs) Nope. That doesn't happen. Like, nobody... I went through that in my previous long-term relationship. I let her do that. And that did not go well. So, just to, you know, make peace, I let her decide who the hell I could still talk to. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, well, that's fair. Now it has been two hours, so there was my second movie of the night. Didn't get to do it. Uh, this was a. This was, uh, it was definitely was. It was his own. It's more of a melodrama, I would say. An I mean, episode. It was. This was actually a very special episode of the OC. The OC. I'm not even a good teen soap opera. I'm a shitty teen soap opera. Man, could I at least one tree hill? The OC was seminal for me. Really? I'm younger than you. Yeah, sure. But, like one tree hill is not even in my age bracket. I discovered. I didn't discover. Let me rephrase that. I, for the first time, ever saw Amy Adams in something because I watched the movie June Bug because Ben McKenzie from The OC was in June Bug and I heard he was good in it. So I watched it and then was like, this Amy Adams lady is like amazing. And then boom, she's Amy Adams, who I only like every now and then. <laughs> that's a good movie, though. It is a good movie. But that's, um, so yes, The OC is one degree of my Amy Adams watching life. I always forget that he was in the OC. Yep. That's his big break. Then he did Gotham, which I watched one episode of, and then you watched the whole show of because you hate yourself. I I do. (laughs) I really do. I'm, I'm a masochist in like the worst possible way. Not even the most fun way. It's just the worst possible way. (laughs) Most fun way. Oh, well, I'm I'm glad you've had fun at my, <laughs> not my expense. You've had fun too. You've laughed. Yeah, it's it's been quite amusing. So, um, it, it I'm gonna enjoy that right now because probably in about two weeks it's all going to be terrible. So, <laughs> well, in about two to three weeks max. My life's going to get back to normal, and your nighttime texting buddy's going to be busy not making Ezra a sibling and not be able to text you as much in the evenings. Okay. okay. It's going to be tough for both of us. Because I'm going to want to wake up and be like, what happened what? in your last day and you asleep? Uh, I mean... You'll you'll make it, I promise. <laughs> but will you? Um, I mean, I guess. I'll be alright. I'll watch something to get me through. Um, 
It sounds like you don't have faith in that. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Arya, quit chewing on your knee, weirdo. My dog is weird. Yes, your dogs are weird. <sighs> All right. Well, sorry I cost you your second movie of the night. Oh, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll watch it tomorrow. I was going to watch The Dead Don't Die, finally. Oh, nice. The one movie this year I think I heard you say that wasn't a Marvel movie that you wanted to see. I still haven't seen it, so... Well, that doesn't shock me. Yeah, I'm terrible. So no, you're not. once you're I've just... caught all of the shows, I'll start watching movies again. You'll never watch a movie again. Probably not. <laughs> too many shows. There definitely is because I keep stresses. finding more shows. I'm just watching anime from 15 years ago, <laughs> uh, and I'm halfway uh, through Legion. <laughs> halfway. halfway. It's been over for a month. I know. It is what it is. But like right now, the rap battle. But right now, if I were to put it on, I wouldn't finish it. So I'm not going to start it because I don't like that about the show. Like I can't just start and stop the episodes like I can some other shows. Instead, I'll watch a 20 minute anime and go to sleep. Then I'll put on the movie Carol, which has a score that puts me to sleep in like three minutes. I can set my TV timer to turn off in 15 minutes and just put the movie on and I don't make it past the opening credits and I fall asleep every time. It's the best. Apparently Parks and Rec is a trigger show for me sleeping because I put it on at work the other day. (laughs) Fell asleep for two and a half hours. (laughs) At work? Yep. (laughs) Could anything happen? Like, Not really. I had my headset on. So like if the phone rang, yeah, yeah, it would wake me up. So, so yeah, (laughs) I fell asleep. I woke up and it was like five fifteen, and I was like, "What happened?" (laughs) It's like, "Oh shit!" I started watching Parks and Rec. Note to self: Don't watch Parks and Rec at work because that's a trigger show. So, yeah, my brain goes, "Oh, it must be time to sleep. Go to sleep." Nope, (laughs) can't do that. Well, if I get my way tomorrow, on a totally unrelated note, I'm going to go see Hustlers. Well, you have fun with that. So. It's supposed to be great. I mean, it looks fun. No, it's supposed to be great. I don't care what it looks like. It's supposed to be great. I'll I'll look forward to hearing all about it. So, possibly Sunday, maybe? Yes. If, yes. If That's just really go. anti-church at the moment. We've been talking about it. So if he's not in for that, we still do lunch and like go do something after. Okay. Or go do breakfast and you know what? Like we'll still like he's not he's very pro you, very anti church. I don't know what's going on, and so it may be because Katie's not there. But yeah. um, so I'm going to talk to him some more about that tomorrow. But he's very excited to see you. He was very mad that you would chose to go to work and not hang out with him. Yeah. Um. But right, I'm happy with that decision. Even though earlier I was like, "This was a bad idea. I should have just hung out with you." Right now, I'm okay with that. Because? Sunday, I, well, because I'm going to get tacos tomorrow. No. <laughs> Sunday, that might not be the case. I mean, Saturday night, it might not be the case. Eh, 
I mean, after I get tacos with Lori, I'm going to uh, Courtney's house. <laughs> so. I just can't keep up with yourself, your life. It's just so much. She she said, hey, you like to clean, right? And I said, yeah. She said, will you come help me clean my house? I was like, yeah. Are you ready to hate my guts? Because you definitely will. Because I'm going to tell you about how shitty your house looks. Because I've seen her house. And it's pretty shitty. You should come help me clean my house. Specifically because Ezra... I don't know when he does it. I honestly don't know when he's doing it. Is making a mockery of my toilet with his pee. Uh, yeah, uh, that's one thing I'm not keen on. He like he uses his restroom, and I know he does. And then I'll come at the end of the day. I'll go to my restroom and be like, "What happened? And when did it happen? <laughs> Who pissed all over my toilet?" <laughs> like I'm like, "Arya, what are you doing?" Because I never saw him come in here. But it wasn't yeah, me. That's the one thing I'm just like, no, if you messed up the bathroom, you get to clean the bathroom. If I, you know, walk into the bathroom in the dark and it's just like, no, nah, I think I'll be all right. And wind up pissing all over the floor. I'm definitely the one that cleans it up. So you got to clean up your own mess. So, yeah, I used to make my little brother clean the bathroom. I'd be like, no, I cleaned it. You messed it up. Now you get to clean it. So, and I live with my dad. He hated me. <laughs> but I'm not the one that pissed all over the floor. So, <laughs> all right, man. Well, look, have a good evening, uh, everybody. Yeah. Have a better tomorrow, including you, Logan. I hope your tomorrow is great. I'm going to get tacos. And she is too. <laughs> I'm a little excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best joke you've ever made. Yeah.